This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast. Today, we have a bonus episode featuring Victoria Sexton, owner of Natural Goodness Skincare and Aromatherapy. I met Victoria last year at MamaCon. I think it was last year. Here yep. in the Seattle area, and I was immediately drawn to her handmade all-natural products she is on the show to talk a bit about how we parents can feel more empowered to head towards all natural when it comes to the wellness of our family. Hi, Victoria. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Tell the listeners a little bit more about your journey into doing what you do. Okay. Well, I started, um, I actually started making my own skincare products shortly after my son was born. So just for reference, he's going to be six this summer. And um, that was partly because I started reading labels of personal care products and was really appalled at all of the chemical ingredients that I saw. So I started really studying um, ingredients and how to put together my own personal care products. And shortly after that, I started studying aromatherapy at Bastyr. And about that same time, um, my son was getting sick a lot. Um, he was about two, and um, he was getting ear infections and just sick on a monthly basis. And so after seeing several specialists who um, wanted to go the route of a couple of surgeries, I decided to take a different tactic and um, I started to see a natural path, started to see how essential oils can help keep us well. And my whole goal for that year was wellness and how can I keep my child um, healthy. So um, so really um, studying the aromatherapy at Bastier really helped me to get a good foundation and understanding what essential oils are good for um, while I'm you know, on this journey of keeping my family healthy. Yeah, tell us, let's talk a little bit about essential oils. You know, I kind of have the surface level understanding. What exactly are essential oils and what are some ways that you have found to use them? So essential oils, like I don't know if you've ever seen um, show Moonshiners. I have not. <laughs> okay, okay. So basically 
making moonshine with a still is the same process that they use to make essential oils. It's steam distillation. So, um, so like if you've ever seen, there used to be um, a vodka place in Woodenville and they had their own still there. It's the same process. So if you wanted to make lavender essential oil, you would take um, fresh lavender buds, put them into a still, and you, through process of steam distillation, you would end up with sort of on one side, um, this concentrated lavender essential oil. On this other side, um, like a lavender water called a hydrosol. So, um, so essential oils are extremely concentrated and really aromatherapy, even though it sounds really fancy, it's just <laughs> using essential oils. So are you also creating your own line of moonshine? Is that like your side work? (laughs) (laughs) Side note on moonshine. So this is the funny thing. I feel like moonshine is having a comeback because this is so off topic. But last Christmas, we always do a solstice party and everybody brings my husband these jars, like mason jars of moonshine. And he's like, I don't know why everybody thinks I'm such a big drinker, but it seems like moonshine's all over the place. Anyway off topic. So what are some ways, what are some ways talking about essential oils and not moonshine? What are some ways that we can use essential oils in our, you know, in keeping our family healthy? Okay. Well, um, one of the things I usually recommend to my clients is to get a essential oil diffuser and a diffuser. You just put, depending upon your model, you can put up to like five drops of your essential oil with uh, water in this little machine that kind of looks like a vaporizer, right? Mm-hmm. And, and steam will come out and you'll get the essential oil into the air. And um, here's a, a, like a nerdy, fascinating thing for you. <laughs> um, the, the fastest way for your body to exact, absorb essential oils is you would think like topically or even like eating it but it's through the process of inhaling it through your olfactory senses. So um, during cold and flu season, I actually have two diffusers and I have them going all the time. And so you can use essential oils like um, they're antibacterial, like um, orange and also rosemary and eucalyptus help to open you up. So if your kids are really sniffly, snotty, like my son is a lot with allergies. Those are good ones to, um, to diffuse because they're getting the benefit of essential oil and you don't have to topically put on them. Oh, apparently I need some (coughs) right now. Whoa. (laughs) So, um, now would you put all of those things together or are you talking about diffusing some orange for a while or diffusing some rosemary for a while, or is that something that you can actually blend them together? Yeah, you can actually blend them together. And with on your diffuser, it'll say the maximum number of drops that you should put in there. Mm-hmm. So the one I have in my son's room says four drops. So at bedtime, I'll put in two drops of lavender and two drops of lemon. And he really loves that one. It's not like too flowery. It's, mm-hmm. you know, has that nice citrusy smell and it helps them get to sleep. So, and while we're on the topic, um, I just like, just disclaimer, um, I just want to mention that it's a bad idea to put essential oils on infants 
the, the age range is really ages two and up, it's okay to put topically diluted essential oils on your child. But if you're dealing with an infant, a that's another reason why a diffuser is really awesome. You can have the diffuser going in the baby's room and it's not topically getting on them. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared Math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday, and they're about 15 minutes, perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter, and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Okay. So I, this is what happens when you don't know what you're doing. I remember my son, I told you the story already. My son was like super congested and I knew that eucalyptus was helpful. And I put some eucalyptus drops in my hands and I rubbed it all over his chest. And he immediately was like, what? It burns. It burns. And the whole, his whole chest turned red and I had to put him in the shower. And I just kept saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So yes, listeners, please listen to Victoria and notice that what she said was essential oils diluted. So like diluted in 
olive oil or coconut oil or something right like that right um i love to use avocado oil because it doesn't have the same pungent smell that Mm -hmm. olive oil does and you can get a huge container of avocado oil at costco for 10 bucks nice so yeah it's really cost effective well and and if you you do end up getting (laughs) getting eucalyptus on your child again um, it will not happen again i promised (laughs) i promised my son i will not burn your skin again i promise um (laughs) You can use a carrier oil like olive oil or avocado oil right on their skin to try to get some of that off. Okay, good. That's good to know. Well, and you have some incredible products um, on your website, and I encourage all you listeners to check it out. I'll have the link in the show notes. But you're also here to educate us. You know, what we're going to talk about today is carrying on with this essential oil theme. Um, And you talked about how to use it to prevent illness in the home. That's so exciting. The orange and rosemary, I'm going to, and eucalyptus, those were the three, right? That you said that kind of opens us up because God knows there's never an end to the snot at my house. Um, But also, so I don't know about everybody that's listening, but I know for me, I'm really good about being all natural until people are you know, until they're really sick. And then I'm like, oh God, I got to go get the Delsum or I've got to go get the ibuprofen. And I feel like I want to nip it in the bud. And so talk to us a little bit about how, you know, to use essential oils in kind of more, those more acute situations where there's, especially coughing. Cause I think that, and I know for me, I tend to, I only use them typically at night so that they can sleep. I recognize that like the Delsums or whatever cough, syrups that are out there you know that it's only a it's treating the symptoms but when it comes to sleep I want to make sure that they can sleep so it's like well I'll just give them a dose of this before bed so that they can sleep and they'll stop coughing yeah yeah and I've found um so I've totally been the same way by the way like (laughs) you get to a certain point and like that fever is like 103 or 140 like oh not at all you know yeah um so I've, I've totally been there. And what I try to do is um, really be on the proactive side, first of all. So if my son comes home and he is coughing, for example, um, that's sort of his MO that he's getting sick. Like he'll have a, like a little cough, but not really a sniffle. And um, so I have a... Um, I call it an immunity serum that you can use with kids. Mm -hmm. That's a blend of um, some of the things that we talked about, like the eucalyptus, rosemary, frankincense. It's really antibacterial. And then I'll, I'll actually give him the roller bottle and have him put it on his feet because it's Mm -hmm. already diluted. Mm -hmm. Um, So something that you can do at home is again, if you have your diffuser, get your diffuser going and just Mm -hmm. have him like breathe in some of those good essential oils. Um, and then what I like to do as well is integrate like homeopathic stuff along with the essential oils. So some of the products that I like to use are um, like you would find at Whole Foods. Like they have a couple, I think Highlands is one that has mm-hmm. a kid's cough syrup. Mm-hmm. And so I'll give that to him like around dinner time, knowing that it's taking a while to, you know, kick in. And then, Right before bed, probably about 10 minutes before. 
or bad while we're reading our book. Um, I'll start the diffuser with mm-hmm. eucalyptus and rosemary and peppermint's also a good one for that too, mm-hmm. to open them up. And so when he goes to bed, his room has already got all that stuff going. Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's sort of my thing. I'm sort of, um, I'm sort of overkill in regards to preventative. Um, well, that's good, right? That's good. And I want to say too, a little disclaimer, of course, moms and dads that are listening, always trusting your gut. You know, we'd never say like, you have to do this and you can't do that, you know, but right. trusting your gut right. and knowing your kid and doing what you feel like is the right thing to do in the moment. But it, I really appreciate talking about, you know, this, how to how to lead up to bedtime, how to prevent right. that moment of like, I'm just gonna give him a dose of this. And then also when I do decide, when you do decide, you know what, I'm screw it. I'm going to head for the Motrin or head for the Tylenol. Just being really okay with that too. Yeah. Yeah. That is totally okay. And I think that like in my head, how I like to approach it is, so we go see both a pediatrician and a naturopath and, um, you know, based upon what's going on with my son, I, you know, as a parent, you kind of have to be okay with going either route or both, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because sometimes for me, I'm like, well, the pediatrician says this, I wonder what the naturopath says, Right. Um, you know, because I know that my naturopath has recommended a few things that my pediatrician hasn't that have worked well with my son. Yeah. So yeah, I think definitely like having that good network um and in place and I think um for me it was a really um easy transition to to get a naturopath on board because my pediatrician um at the time when I was seeing him once a month right when I was (laughs) when I was in there getting antibiotics for my son you know he he was he said do whatever you can to keep him healthy for another year and then he'll probably outgrow all of these ear infections and so whatever we need to do so mm-hmm. everybody was on board and I felt like I had this great like team of people that were in my corner yeah know? yeah I love so that the I think wellness that, that team. really yeah I think that that's super important that you already have those people so that you know if your son or like if your child is having a, a super high fever, Mm -hmm. like that stuff you shouldn't mess around with. And yet natural remedies are awesome. Yeah. We used to put, you should get it taken care of. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things we used to do when the kids were really little, when the fever just wouldn't break is we'd put, somebody told me probably a naturopath. I'm sure a naturopath told me to, we would put wet socks on their feet and then we oh. yeah we'd put wet socks on their feet before bed and then we'd put another pair of dry socks on and something about the cold in the feet would pull the heat well I don't know if that's really how it worked but that was something and so when you said you had him you were talking about um, inviting your son to do the roller the essential oil roller on his feet right. there's something about the feet what's the deal with the feet um so your feet have the largest pores in your body. Mm-hmm. Like I, I always laugh. I have huge pores on my face. I'm I know. Like, I was really? just my thinking. Feet? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm not but, getting zits on my feet, but okay. <laughs> right. Um, and so that's why when you hear, when you hear um, like a lot of um, like old school remedies, like putting um, Vicks Vapor Rub on your feet and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it's, um, it's the, that's where the largest pores are on your body. And then your feet 
sort of absorb any of the stuff that you put on it. Okay, got it. So, so, I mean, in all actuality, my opinion is if you're using something like an essential oil that's topical, really any place you can put it on your kid where they're not going to lick it off, right, is is probably good. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So, like, the feed's good, but but if, you know, that's not going to work. The back's okay as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're not going to eat it there. So, and one of the things that we bonded over when we, I, the thing that I remember caught my eye the most is that you have this spray called, what's it called? Monster spray? Monsters Be Gone? What is it called? I have a nightmare spray and I have a, um, a stream, uh, a, night, a nightmare spray and a monster spray. And the nightmare spray is also good for night terrors. Well, and that's what we were talking about when we initially met because my son was going through this period where he would wake up or sort of wake up and, you know, be crying, wander into my room, wide-eyed, talking about, I mean, terrified. Oh, gosh, it's the worst. I'm sure anyone listening can relate. It's the worst when you don't feel like you can soothe them because they're asleep. And when I saw that, I got so excited. So will you tell us a little bit about those those blends that you have? Yeah. Um, so really, I developed those out of necessity because my son is a horrible sleeper. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, mama has to sleep sometimes. <laughs> so, um, so my son, just getting him to sleep, it can be challenging. So I have a monster spray that has um, um, Roman chamomile, citrus oils, lavender that really helps um, to, to take it down a notch before bedtime. So and, like calming. Uh, absolutely. Okay. And it also smells good. And so um, so sometimes when his room, like he's a boy, you know, boys' rooms kind of get a little stinky. <laughs> yeah, wait till he's 10. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. Um, sometimes I'll just spray it in there, you know, when he's, he's not at home if he's at school just spray his room and it helps you know with the fun lighten it up a little bit in there (laughs) yeah absolutely Uh, and then I have a um my sweet dreams nightmare spray um like I said I was just I was just exhausted I thought I have got to do something because he has to sleep and they're not traumatized by it right right there's but they end up going back to sleep. But you're the one that gets upset, I found. It's yeah. Like in the morning, he didn't remember anything. And then I'm exhausted because they were up. Yeah. Um, night tears are horrible. So I've, I found that there was a certain blend of essential oils that helped with the night tears. And um, specifically, um, if, if he would wake up with one, I would um, sit him up in bed. You know, give him mm-hmm. some love and then spray it on his pillow. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he would end up getting back to sleep. Yeah. And um, and when he, I find that things with my son, maybe it's all kids, I'm not too sure, goes in cycles. So he would have um, night terrors multiple nights in a row. Um, I just start, you know, spraying his room with it before bed. And that seemed to, that seemed to help alleviate. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. 
Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're aiming more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell, Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness, and I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder, and I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. Yeah, well, with Ian, so I noticed a couple things that was help that were helpful just because we're talking about it. I'll share. Um, he when he gets sick, he's much more likely to wake up in the night, and and it's not always like this acute, terrified thing. Sometimes he's just like a little freaked out, and it's almost as if he knows he's half asleep, and that is weird, and he's kind of in this weird place of consciousness, and it's it's a little scary. Um, so, so what I, and I read somewhere, I think it was a Dr. Sears article about one thing that you can do is after they've been asleep for 15 minutes to wake them up to full wakefulness and then have them go back to sleep and it helps them sleep through the night. What I do, which is a little bit like, oh gosh, he just went to sleep. Why would I want to wake him up? But that, (laughs) I found that to be helpful when he's sick. The other thing we do is um, when he's in that kind of in-between mode. If he doesn't go to the bathroom before he goes to bed, he wakes up, which is good because he's not wetting the bed, but his body will wake him up enough to get up and wander into my room, and we walk to the bathroom, and then I start asking him math facts. And this is my own little... I don't know if this is science-based or not, but I feel like what it does is it forces him into his prefrontal cortex. Like it forces him into another part of his brain. And so I'll be like, what's two times three? What's five times 10? You know, and I'll just spew out all these (laughs) multiplication problems until he, and he answers and he answers. And then finally he's like, okay, okay, I'm awake, you know? And then it's like, all right. And where the spray came in really handy for us, because it, it bothered him to know, even though he didn't remember, it bothered him to know that he had like woken up and wandered into my room and that he couldn't remember oh, it. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. yeah. And so we would use the spray before bed. I would spray his pillow. And then after he would have his little episode and we'd go back into his room because sometimes he'd be like, well, I just want to sleep with you. And I'd say, no, no, you're a giant now. 
you need to sleep in your own bed. And we would, that was the ritual was spraying. Let's spray the, let's spray your night terror spray on the pillow. We didn't call it that. I don't remember. Let's spray the monster spray on the pillow. And, and that was kind of something that would anchor him back into like, oh yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. Here's this, probably some connection to the smell, you know, knowing that that was the smell that just is this calming, you're safe, you're good. But I love, I love that product. So thank you for creating it. Oh, thank you. moms. And I encourage everybody to check it out. And there's something about, um, rituals connected to smell. Mm-hmm. That is really interesting that um, that I found has a whole is a whole other thing just aside from, you know, the good stuff that's in essential oils. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you think about it, like, you know, just good smells that you would have at your grandmother's house. And mm-hmm. like when you smell that same thing again, it makes you think of that time and place. It's just so it's just really amazing to me that there's a lot that goes on with essential oils that is um, more than just surface level. I think it's fascinating. Yeah, it is. It is. Thank you so much for sharing about this on the show. It's so helpful for all of us in, you know, thinking about how we can go out and get our own essential oils and how to use them more effectively and knowing that you make some blends as well, right? So if we don't want to blend it, we can always go to your website and let you do the the work. (laughs) Absolutely. And I do, um, I do custom work as well. I've been doing a lot of that lately. So if there's um, something specific that people are looking for, I do that work as well. Oh, nice. So tell people, tell the listeners, how can they find you, get a hold of you and talk to you about their own individual issues? (laughs) (laughs) So you can help them. I love it. (laughs) Um, You can reach me at naturalgoodnessskincare.com. And I'm up on Facebook, Facebook slash Natural Goodness Skincare. And, um, yeah, and on my website, if, you know, custom stuff is, is an interest, um, there's a whole form to fill out that people can get a hold of me and we can have a consultation about that. Great. And just so everyone knows, um, Victoria's offers are not only aromatherapy, but she also has some amazing skincare products that I have used and loved. So I would encourage everybody to check her out. And thank you so much for being on the show, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun. Yeah, I look forward to the next time our paths cross. That sounds great. Yeah, have a beautiful day. Thank you. There you go, listeners, a little wellness support from my friend Victoria. I hope that you found value in our conversation. I am going to have all of the lovely wisdom from Victoria in the show notes. So if you weren't taking notes around which essential oils are the best to be diffusing for proactive prevention and um, what you can be using when you start to notice that the snot and the coughing starts to increase. I'm going to have all of that information from Victoria in the show notes. So please check that out. And of course, disclaimer, I'm not, you know, this conversation was simply a conversation between myself and somebody who does a lot of work with essential oils. Always, always, always consult your doctor, your naturopath about the best Um, health and wellness plan for your family. 
Also, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you loved it and I hope that you listen to more shows. You'll find that I've had conversations with people around sleeping and eating as well as all sorts of different parenting challenges. Um, So peruse the list of episodes and I just know that you'll love each and every guest that I've had on the show. If you want in on the community, the tribe, the conversation, the support that we create for each other in our community, please go and find our group, Live and Love with Joyful Courage on Facebook. We would love to have your voice added to the mix. Also, if you love this show, please go into iTunes and leave me a review and a rating. That would be great. The more reviews and ratings I can accrue, the more visibility I get and the more people can find me and listen and get value and raise the next generation with love and compassion and empathy and skills. Woohoo! We want our kids to be awesome adults. That's what parenting's all about. So, um, yeah. Big, huge love to each and every one of you and uh, happiness, peace, calm center in your parenting journey. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, my friends. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're gonna talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.